Hello and welcome back to the X-Files with Fox. Today my mom and I are going to be discussing Season 2, Episode 4, Sleepless. Hi everybody, it's good to be back. Our schedule's been a bit off the last few weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, since I got a sore throat. Fox got stretched. Strep, throat. that's what I meant. Yeah, and so that was a fun week. And then we had Thanksgiving. Yeah. You gave me a dirty look when I said that was a fun week. <laughs> It was not a fun week. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. um, but we hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, and Fox got to try pumpkin pie for the first time. Finally, it was amazing. It was amazing? Okay. I'm glad to hear that because I made the pumpkin pie. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no? Yeah. Take it away, Fox. All right. So, we open on a man snoozing on the couch. He wakes up and sees smoke entering under his front door. When he opens the door, there's a big fire right outside. He's trapped. He also has an Indiana Jones hat, as I saw him. Yeah, was it like hanging on the he wall? Was like, or he was like pulling stuff out of his closet and he had an Indiana Jones hat. Those are cool hats. They're in, they're in New York and quickly there are firemen everywhere. It's either an apartment complex and people are evacuating by the, the building by the stairs. The fireman enters the apartment that is on fire and sees the body of a man. It's a man from the beginning of the episode. He's dead, but he's not burnt to a crisp like you'd expect. His body's in perfect shape. Cue the theme song. Rest in peace, Indiana Jones, hat-wearing man. Yeah. yeah. We hardly knew ye. We hardly knew ye. Uh, I have a question about this, but I'm uh, gonna, I'm going to ask it later when we learn a little bit more about what's going on. Uh, you want me to take this next part? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we open on a very casual Mulder. Uh, he's so casual that you didn't recognize him at first. No, I yeah. thought he was somebody else. He was wearing like jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> it was really weird because we only see him in suits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he opens the door to get the newspaper. Uh, someone circled an article in the newspaper for him. I'm guessing since Deep Throat died, it's somebody who works with or for Deep Throat. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, the article that was circled is about the apartment fire victim in like the cold open of the episode. Indiana Jones guy. Uh, Mulder marches to uh, A.D. Skinner and asks to investigate. And Skinner's all like, no, nah, nah. like always, like always. Um, and then he sends Mulder back to transcribe surveillance tapes, which looks so boring, right? Yeah, yeah. That sounds. I that must be why it's such a good filing system. Yeah, well, he's very organized. Clearly, I don't think that's you know in question here. Uh, so then we. We meet a new character, right? Alex Krychek. He approaches Mulder's desk. Well, he's kind of like Colton. But except he didn't like, fall for Scully. I actually like Krychek. Uh, but I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why when we get there. Uh, it turns out Skinner approved the file after all, but he didn't approve it for Mulder. He approved it for Krychek. So technically, oh. it's Krychek's case. Which is kind of a jerk move, right? Yeah. Uh, so apparently, they'll partner up. 
and they talk about the case file. There's a used fire extinguisher, right? And the walls in the living room were covered with ammonium phosphate, which I guess is very, uh, very flammable. Mm -hmm. Uh, No matches or lighters were found in the apartment. In fact, there was no actual evidence of any fire at all. Which is is strange because we very clearly saw the guy see fire and spray it with a fire extinguisher. Um, I made a note here that says, where is Scully? Mulder tells Krychek he doesn't want a partner. He works alone. But uh, he quote unquote comes around supposedly. And it seems like they're going to investigate the case together. Here's Scully. She's teaching medical students and they're crowded around a body. Suddenly, she has an urgent call from a from a George Hale. Okay, so I looked up George Hale because I was curious. Mm-hmm. George Hale is a famous astrophysicist who invented like a certain kind of really awesome telescope. And Mulder it makes sense that he would use George Hale as his code name, right? So yeah, and he wants to to meet. Oh, and he wants her to meet him to investigate the case. Meanwhile, Mulder learns more about the victim who was a well-known sleep doctor. He talks to a doctor colleague and learns about sleep disorders <laughs> and somehow is taken is takeaway from their conversation is that you can alter someone's dreams. His supposed partner shows up cry check. And doesn't appreciate being ditched and left out the loop. Yeah, Krychek did not appreciate being ditched. Yeah. Um, but regardless, Mulder and Krychek show up to Scully's morgue. I guess she did an autopsy on the fire victim. Yeah. And uh, she said that he had all the classic classic symptoms of dying from fire. But she's confused because, like, the body's not burnt. And there was no evidence of any fire at the apartment, per the official report. There's now a man watching Home Shopping Network. Do you know what that is? Have you ever seen Home Shopping Network? Mm. So they still have it, but it's not as popular. But like, you know how you buy things on the internet? Right? Yeah. There was a channel. All they did was like show you things you could buy. And you called a phone number and gave them like your credit card number and they mailed it to you. A man named Preacher enters the room and talks to him. It's a man we also saw evacuating the apartment in the opening segment. They clearly did something bad together and say they can't get away from it. Maybe in Vietnam during the war. It's not fully clear, but they show him hallucinating the victims and they are burnt like they had fire damage. The victims he sees turn guns on him and shoot him dead. This case goes to Mulder and Krychek and they learn about it. They learn the victims, the victim was a Marine and did a tour in the Vietnam War, so the sleep doctor and they served together. Yeah, so we now have the, we now have uh, two victims who are connected. They were both Marines and they were stationed in like the same base or whatever. Out of 13 members, all but one are now dead. He's in a mental institution and Mulder and Krychek go visit him. His name is Cole. His cell is empty and the nurse tells the doc Cole was discharged two days ago. Uh-oh. Well, and the doctor seemed confused. Like he said, I didn't, I didn't discharge Cole. And she said, yes, you did. Like this is your signature right here. 
Um, you want me to take this next part? Yeah. Mulder finds out someone was doing experiments on the Marines, right? Uh, they were trying, the, the doctors conducting the experiments were trying to make it so that Marines never had to sleep and could just be like on-call soldiers 24 hours a day. Cole supposedly has not slept in 24 years and Mulder gets the name of like another potential related victim. The man who gives Mulder this info also seems to know a lot about what's been going on with the X-Files. He says that uh, Mulder and Scully were separated by the FBI. That's just the start and that the truth is still out there. (laughs) Mulder and Krychek get a call that there's a robbery in an apartment. Two officers are down and is getting CPR. Mulder finds out the two officers shot each other. We see Preacher hiding outside the apartment in those shadows. Meanwhile, Scully writes up the autopsy report and reads the reports about the sleep eradication experiments. Mulder gives her an update on the officer's condition and they discuss the ability to alter someone's dreams or to project his consciousness. They also joke about Mulder's new partner and how nice it is for him to have one who isn't constantly destroying Mulder's wild theories. Yeah, he's not a skeptic like Scully. Yeah. But Mulder says the new partner could use Scully's wardrobe advice. (laughs) I loved this scene because you could tell how much they missed each other and missed working together. So Mulder and Krychek are going to go visit that other potential victim of the experiment that the the strange guy gave him. Uh, They enter the diner where he works, meaning the victim, and uh, he's super paranoid, right? His eyes are like red ringed around them, and his name is Salvatore. I made a note here. Salvatore takes a break to chat with the agents and smoke inside the restaurant. Did you notice that? He was like just smoking a ciggy in in the restaurant and chatting to Mulder and Krychek. Yeah. Um, He tells them how great the sleep eradication experiment was at first. He said they all went, eventually they all went AWOL, which is just sort of like missing from action, and started doing whatever they want because they were kind of going crazy. Uh, We also learned that the patient Cole and Preacher are the same person. Right? Um, Salvatore also mentions a Dr. Girardi who performed like some type of surgery on them as a part of the experiment. (laughs) Scully tracks Girardi down, right? And where does he work now? He's now a professor at Harvard. And... And Mulder and Krychek go track him down at the train station. He usually takes the train home from work. We also see Preacher is at the train station, pretending to make a call on a payphone. Just as they see Girardi, Preacher opens fire and kills Girardi, and apparently hits Mulder too. Actually, he was using that stuff he does with his mm-hmm. project yeah. project he's projecting yeah so Mulder thinks he got shot and he's laying down and he isn't dead yeah as soon as we finish this little section I want to jump back to the fire at the beginning so Mulder opens his eyes 
and Crytek tells him he doesn't understand what just happened. Girardi didn't show up and never saw Preacher and Mulder get shot. It's like he imagined the whole thing. So here's my question. So Preacher is able to like project his thoughts or visions onto other people, right? So that's what he did in the opening segment with the doctor in the apartment and the fire, right? Yeah. So why was the fire department there if there was not really a fire? Oh, did he call Because the, the alarm. Yeah, he called and the alarm was going off in the hotel. So how was the alarm going off if there was no fire? Did he pull it? Probably. But he called the fire department. You yeah. Said. Okay. I was going to say, why would the fire department show up? Because there would be no smoke because there was no fire. No, there was a smoke. Or did he? You could, did... you could. So at the start, you could see the smoke coming out of the building that he was in. Right. But did we see that because Preacher projected it or was it really there? Okay. All right. But either way, I think the takeaway from this is that, um, Preacher can project his visions onto other people and can make them believe it's true and they die. Right? Mm-hmm. Mulder tells Krychek that he believes Cole possesses a psychic ability to project his consciousness and visions onto other people. Basically, m- make them believe what he is imagining is real. Uh-huh. Preacher has Gerardi tied up and used a tasty treat for him. He's making him think he's being tortured by Vietnamese shoulders. soldiers. It's a tasty treat. Crycheck and Mulder show up and he screams, but they were so, they were using those kunis that ninjas use where they go, yeah. but he threw them at him well, and he died. And sometimes and they put die. them in the space between like your fingernail and your finger. Oh, you guys should see the face fucks just made at me. Um, Crycheck and Mulder show up and hear the screams, right? They're in a tunnel or sewer system or something. I couldn't tell. Yeah, it was a storage system, they said. I there's think. like pipes and it's dark and there's tunnels and alleys. And it, I don't know. It kind of reminded me of the sewers, but it's dark. So they need flashlights. I don't know why I felt like that was important to write down. Uh, they do find Girardi's glasses and some blood. Oh, and then they find Girardi, who is somehow still alive. Yep. Yeah. They call for an EMS. And Mulder chases down Preacher. Preacher says he's tired, and Mulder just wants to talk, but Preacher can't handle it. Mulder tells him the military to is to blame for the experiments they did. Krychek sneaks up and points a gun at Preacher, who then points a gun back at Krychek. Krychek pulls the trigger. Preacher made him see a vision of him shooting Mulder, so he shot Preacher to protect his partner. Yeah. Yeah, Krychek saw what Preacher wanted him to see, right? Which is Preacher pointing a gun at Mulder. And it was an excuse to have Krychek kill him because he was tired from living the life he'd been living. Mm -hmm. Scully tells Mulder that all the the files are mysteriously wiped from her computer. Mulder tells her how the strange men who delivered info told him that the truth... Oh, delivered info, sorry. Who delivered info... Told him that the truth has never been more dangerous and how closing the X-Files was only the beginning. He's kind of like the new Deep Throat, right? This this mysterious man. Mm-hmm. We then find out that the smoking man, what is his job? What is his job? What is his job? Has has planted Crycheck as Mulder's partner. To watch uh, over him. To watch over him. He reports that Scully may be a problem and the smoking man says that every problem has a solution. And then he like uh 
tamped out his cigarette in the very ashtray. ominously in the ashtray. And then that's the end, basically. They better not mess with our girl Scully. Yeah, probably. She has not been in this season very much at all. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I, I guess it's because, like, she technically doesn't work for the X-Files anymore because it technically doesn't exist anymore. But we have really just not seen much of her. So, yeah. yeah I don't know. Uh, what would you think about this episode? I think it was pretty good. I'd say maybe seven. Yeah, I'm going to say No, a... I got to go five since there already blood. And you said that they put them in between their fingernails or okay, something. Okay, I probably shouldn't have said that. That's giving me nightmares. I'm going to give it a 7 or an 8. I actually really liked the idea of somebody being able to project visions. Yeah. My com- my sort of complaint about the episode is that there were a lot of people to keep up with. We had like the 13 members of the Marines. The, the Marine, you know, and then we had Preacher and then we've got Crycheck. So there was a lot of new people introduced that we had to kind of keep up with. What did you like about it? I just think the episodes are good in general. Yeah, I agree. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Season 2, Episode 5, Dwayne Berry. Until then, remember that... The truth is out there. there!